Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Oh, I'm so happy. It's Friday. You don't understand. Why are you happy it's Friday? My wife is coming back tonight. I am tired of dress shopping. Yesterday, I went shoe shopping. Did you find anything cute for yourself? For my daughter. You know how hard it is and difficult? My daughter says, how do you like these? And you really want to be like, I like none of them because they all show signs of her growing up and I don't want her to grow up anymore. But isn't your daughter at the age where she can pick out her own clothes and stuff? She's 17. She still wants to go with somebody, you know, when she goes dress shopping. Yeah, she want to go with her father because her father got the money. No, she wants yeah. to go with her mom, but her mom ain't here. Oh, So gotcha, daddy gotcha, taking gotcha. her. And it's like, it's uncomfortable because everything I, I pick out is either too long or, uh, or it's, you know, like a Why turtleneck. Why can't she pick it out herself? I mean, she does, but I don't like some of the stuff that she picks out. It's too short. Well, it shows you, too you, much You need to start neck. leading by example and stop wearing tight pants. Okay? Shut if up. You don't want your, <laughs> if you don't want your daughter to wear tight clothes, you shouldn't wear tight clothes. Shut up. All right? So uh, my wife gets back today. And also, you know, um, I got a shout out to D Strong. D Strong is our uh, music and program director on our station out in Orlando. What up, D Strong? Now, my kids. And my girl, Koya. Now, the kids, I tell you, my son plays football for Newark, and they made it out to Orlando, and some of the kids that play on the team just don't have it. Like, they don't have it. They they couldn't afford to, to fly them out there, couldn't afford for hotels. And then when they got out there, you know, my wife went out there, we, we realized that a lot of these kids don't have money for food. Like, it's that, like, they don't have it. Like, these kids take the bus to practice, and a lot of them just don't have it. So I'm paying for a couple of the kids' meals. I'm taking the Golden Corral, and... D Strong heard oh, what man. was going Drop on. I want to include bombs for Golden Corral, damn it. And yeah, we made a deal with, with Golden Corral, 1999. Underappreciated Jim in the South. But D Strong heard what was going on and actually yesterday took the kids, all of them, to Dave and Buster. He paid for everything himself. He paid for the kids to play video games, free wings, and uh, juice all night long. So. It meant a lot. I almost shut a tear because he didn't have to do it. He didn't have any. He don't have any kids playing. He just heard what was going on and wanted to give back. So I just want to say, shout to D Strong for taking care of my kids. For being a stand-up guy. For being a stand-up guy. Yeah, that was amazing, man. Shout to D Strong. I will say though, after you take me to Golden Corral, you can't take me to Dave and Buster's. Well, we, Dave and Buster's are great for the games, but when it comes to that goddamn food, that buffet. Golden Corral. Well, David Buster's was last night. We're taking him to Golden Corral again take tonight. Take me back to Golden Corral. Yeah, we can take him okay, to Golden Corral. Please. This is some big kids, so they like to eat. So, you know. So, shout to uh, D Strong and shout to the Brick City Lions. Good luck. Today is their Super Bowl. They're playing on ESPN later today. So, I'm excited and proud of my little boy. My boy, boy. All right. Now, uh, today, who we got on the show today? April Ryan is coming through. April Ryan will be joining us this morning. Now, explain to the people who don't know who April Ryan is. Well, she is a journalist extraordinaire, but you might know her as one of the black journalists. She's a White House correspondent. Yeah, she's a White House correspondent. She's a journalist, Mm -hmm. and Donald Trump has been very disrespectful to her. Told her to sit down. Mm -hmm. Sit down. On numerous occasions. All right, so we're going to talk to her in a little bit. And if you want to get into politics, there's a lot of kids out there that's been talking about politics 
These are the interviews you need to listen to. Figure out how they got into politics, how they got so high into the politics well, game. April's not into politics. Well, she's, she's, a, a, she's a White House correspondent. correspondent but she's yeah, politics yeah. a little bit as well. I would, no, wait, she's not a politician. Not a politician. Yeah. Right. But, all right, we'll talk to her in a little bit. And we got front page news, G? Uh, yes, if you eat uh, beef, then heed this warning. Not only is it not good for you anyway, but you could die. Okay, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Uh, hold on one second, guys. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold Are you on. Holding, telling us to hold on because you sending out a text? No, man. They didn't. Usually they have the NFL scores waiting for me, but they don't have it. All right, the last Jaguar, night. It was a bum-ass game last night. I got That's it right now. The Titans beat the Jaguars last night 30-9. to Two bum-ass teams played last night. <laughs> I think the Titans might be over 500 now. They, I think they're 7-6 and six after that win last night. I'm not sure. But what, what else are we talking about, Yee? Uh, let's talk about Instagram. There was a glitch yesterday. Our very own DJ Dramos, who works up here, actually had an issue with the picture that he posted with Meek Mill. There were lines yeah, that were appearing that? on that. some people's Instagram posts and on their stories. And so they said they were aware of that issue. They were trying to resolve it as quickly as possible. I thought they were just hating on your beard, Dram. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. I just thought they were trying to X your beard up. All right, now they did a survey, and it says that millennials would rather give up sex and alcohol than lose Amazon. 77% of millennials would rather go without booze for a year than quit Amazon. 44% would go without sex as well. That's how important Amazon is to some people. I mean, people get highs in different ways now. Endorphins get shot off in your body in different ways. You don't have to have sex. You can get likes and retweets and have your internet and your Amazon Prime. Now, what they are saying is that if you bought some beef, JBS Tolleson Inc. is recalling more than 5 million pounds of raw beef products. They're saying it may be tainted with salmonella. They said that there's been an outbreak that as of November 15th has caused 246 people to get sick in 25 different states. No deaths have been reported, but 56 people have been hospitalized. If you have some type of diarrhea, abdominal cramps, fever, any of those things that last between four and seven days, then you need to make sure you go to the hospital. You may have consumed some contaminated food. If you do have any beef, then you should discard or return any recalled beef. Well, just throw the whole burger away now because you can't eat lettuce. No. Nope. You can't eat beef. Nope. Just throw the whole burger away. Hey, what do you do? What what, what restaurant do you go to if you eat want a burger? Beyond burger? I had a Beyond Burger yesterday from a from a, a, a vegan restaurant. You like it? A spot called Pappy's. It was I good. thought it was amazing. Mm. All right, and a 13-year-old who was autistic was restrained for being violent at school, and he died at a hospital two days later. This was in California. He became violent, and school workers actually restrained him because of the potential for injury to others. And he became unresponsive, and then a teacher started CPR. They did take him to the hospital, and again, he did pass away. Two days later, they said right now there's no evidence of foul play or criminal intent. According to the school, staff members said a nationally recognized behavior management protocol was used on the student, which they used to de-escalate a situation. They undergo annual training every year, and they did all of that in accordance with school policy. So, very uh, sad situation. Our condolences go out to his family. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Maybe you just want to, you know, spread some positivity this morning. Whatever it may be. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up. Wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? It's Rick from Brooklyn. What's up, Angie? What's up, Angela? What's up, Charlamagne? Good morning, Rick. What's up, brother? What's happening? Shout out to Brooklyn. Yeah, you know it's Brooklyn all day. 
Uh, <laughs> well, day, I'm, son. I'm Kevin Hart and make front page news. I mean, they... You think Kevin Hart is front page news? It's going to be a topic today. We're going to discuss it further. Don't worry. Yeah, because I, I mean, the reason why I'm saying it's not because I want to, like, come at Kevin Hart, but just the fact that, like, your past always come back to haunt you when it comes to things when you're in the limelight. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's crazy because a lot of times Charlamagne talks about people evolving. And it's almost like people don't want you to evolve. Like I always tell y'all, they would have never. This generation would have never let Malcolm Little evolve into Malcolm X. And for, and, and furthermore, when you're a black man, whenever you get into certain spaces, especially spaces that white people are usually reserved for white people, that's when they attack your ass. Kevin Hart been out here all of these years, but as soon as he's about to be the Oscar host, they bring up old tweets. That's what I don't get. That's what I don't get. Like, he's been on so many movies, so many shows. He's gotten so many opportunities. Why now come for him there? Right. And on a personal level, like me, I feel like I have an influence and, and I, I want to, you know, be a change. But sometimes I, I wasn't always squeaky clean. So, this, you know, sometimes I don't want to even be bothered if I know that my past is going to come up and haunt me and, and, and change the things that I want to do. Like well, you can't be a prison. You, you can't be a prisoner of your past. Like that's just, you're still you. You've grown and you've evolved. That don't got nothing to do with with, with your yesterday, past. Yesterday, I was talking about all. I was watching the interview with Meek, right? And he was talking about how those people who come for him. He would back down, and I felt the way when he said that. But in a way, I kind of feel the same way because it's like, damn, I really want to be, you know, affect change in the neighborhood and affect change in my community. But sometimes. You know, I don't want nobody bringing up nothing I did in the street. You know what I'm saying? So, right. And you know what's interesting is that Chris Rock has hosted the Oscars, and I'm sure he said some things that are very controversial as well. But that was a different time, Angela. I mean, I don't think it was two years ago. But you know what's crazy? (laughs) You know, your president could become president for his old tweets. He could say some wild. Yeah, but he's white and rich. And a man, but he can't host the Oscars. Exactly, he's white, he's rich, he's a man. That's that's what white privilege is all about, baby. Hello, who's this? Anonymous. Hey, anonymous. What's up, mama? Kind of pointless to be anonymous on the radio. You can just give a fake name, baby. <laughs> okay, Becky. Hey, Hi, Becky. Becky. What's up, Becky? With the good hair. With the good hair. Okay, Charlamagne. I actually wanted to tell you something. You remember the other day what you said in 2018? No one could get catfish. Yes. Yes. I got catfish last night. Lord have mercy. Explain, How'd you get explain catfish? yourself. No, look, look, Charlamagne. Like I Facetime. We Facetime. We um, talked on Facebook. Everything. How'd y'all Facetime? Did you see him? Did you see the person's face? Yes, I seen him. But get this. It was deceitful. When I met him, he was in a wheelchair. Oh, that's a different way. That's a different type of catfish right there. You said when you met him, he was what? In a wheelchair. Oh. So he never told you he was disabled? No. No. And on FaceTime, you know, it was like he, he would be laying head. down or he would be like on the chair. I'm sure he was always yeah, on a chair. I don't think that's catfishing, though. I just think that's omitting information. He was like sitting down. But you must have thought he was cute anyway, so it was all good. No. No, that's deceitful. Like, yeah, that's gotta, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's deceitful and it's, it's omitting information, but it's not catfishing. Because you're not, you're not looking for a man with, you're not looking for his legs. You're looking for somebody that, that got a good heart, right? Really? <laughs> so, so you would have been cool with it. You, you should have been cool. You should have gave him a shot. So listen, when you rolled up to his house, how fast did you roll out <laughs> after finding out he was in the wheelchair? Look, Charlamagne, no, because I don't want you to judge me. I'm not judging you. You should have gave him a shot. I think that people in wheelchairs deserve love, too. Word Absolutely. Is born. You might be missing your blessing. That could have been your blessing. 
it could it could have been, but I think my blessing would it would have been my blessing had he told me up front. I, I can understand that, but he's probably embarrassed. He's probably yeah. ashamed. I'm sure his penis probably works. That, that's that's all. See, see, no, no. I'm looking. I'm looking for a husband. He could be a person in a wheelchair. Could be a husband. <laughs> they yeah. can be, but but if you start out being deceitful, then that to me means you're gonna be deceitful throughout. But you have to understand why he would omit that little piece of information. He omitted that information because of situations like this. He know that you would just roll out as soon as you as <laughs> soon as you found out. You know what I'm saying? No, because there are people that do date just people with disabilities. It's so, just not you. So you just not one of them. Exactly. Well, you can't act like you don't know why he wouldn't tell people when, you know, you're just so quick to, 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 to roll back. Oh, bounce. my gosh. Charlamagne, you know you would have done the same thing. Charlamagne might have hit back in his day. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Philo is the best way to watch TV, live or on demand. More than 50 channels you love, like VH1, BET, and of course, Revolt. Best part? Philo is just $20 a month. Find out for yourself with a free trial. No credit card needed. Text BREAKFAST to 74456. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Vanessa! Yes. Get it off Hello. your chest, Vanessa. I am mad because the Amigos canceled their show last night. They did? Oh, and man. It, Where at? And they never, it's Norfolk, Virginia, and they ne like, no one was notified. There was lots of people that showed up. Where like, was it at? It, it was at the Norville? No, it was at the TED um, Center. How did many? they give you a reason why? Did they say it was because of... Nothing, nothing. And it really upsets me because I tried to enter to win these tickets and do everything, and then my mom ended up buying me tickets for my birthday for them to cancel. Uh, so I'm you, pretty upset. Are you sure that show was a real show and, and not a, a promoter just getting people? I'm just asking. No, it was on the news. It was on the radio. Oh. It was a legit. It was a legit show because the news was people giving away tickets to the concert. Well, I mm. don't know. On their page yesterday, they were in Miami at Art Basel. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I was what, looking at. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I seen because I follow them on Instagram. I follow them on everything. So I seen like I'm a big fan. So I'm pretty salty. I like I never got any information. Yeah, yeah, they never they, even posted that seemed, one. Yeah, they usually post their concerts. That and seems a little crazy. They were in crazy. Miami yesterday. It was, it was for Migos tomorrow. and Friends. Well, today. Yeah, might have been a fake Migo show. And friends Maybe they met like Migos means friends. friends. Yeah, it might it yeah. might have been a fake show, Mama. I, I don't think it was because, like, it, it was promoted in so many different places. It could be promoted anywhere. That doesn't mean that 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 they, they necessarily... I don't know. It might have been an issue with the promoter. Yeah, it might have been you an issue know. with the promoter. I'm sure you'll no, get more okay. information. I'm sure they'll release some information or yeah, something Yeah, Migos too it. big to do a fake show. Yeah. Back in the day, you could have definitely I, just I got know, through. I know. That's what I'm saying, but I've seen, like, they've canceled shows before. This is like Not the first really. show that they've canceled. Not well, we just don't know what happened. We, maybe they didn't get their money. Maybe something didn't happen right. Who knows? Back in the day, you could do mad fake shows with groups like the Migos, like the Franchise Boys and like D4, D4L and like... Uh, Why? Because they all look like... Yeah, like the rock, the party, like remember party like a rock star guys. Yes, you could just get anybody to come up on stage and perform them songs back in the day. Trav, you what's up, Envy? What's poppin', Trav? <laughs> Me, Trav. I'm gonna see you next week. Hey, hey, oh, boom! That's exactly what I needed to know. Sounds mm -hmm. good to me. Charlamagne, there, Charlamagne. What up, sis? What's going on, sis? How you living? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored, sir. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Listen, can I talk about Cardi being offset real quick? Uh oh. Sure. 
Listen, now, I don't know if y'all go back and listen to that video. Uh, Cardi B is with somebody in that video, and somebody smacks her ass in her breakup video. That is not you. Get out of here. That is. What are you saying? I, I, I kept seeing all you internet detectives saying that last night. But listen, if you go back and you go ahead and listen, right after she says that they make really good business partners, you ha- now there's one sound that I know. It's the sound of an ass. <laughs> okay, okay, trap. Okay. I, I'm gonna go back and look at that, but I don't, I don't, I don't know, know about trap. that. I'm so right after she says business partners. But what's, what, what, what's your like, point, though, trap? What does that mean? What does that mean? What are you saying? I'm saying that she finally got some new D. She, she got the type of D that makes you break up with your husband on Instagram, bitch. How you know that oh wasn't Offset gosh. laying in the bed because they know that they like Offset. I got an album coming out next week. Let's get this promo popping. I don't understand why people keep saying that because at the end of the day, like, the way people follow their fan base, like, Cardi B's fans wouldn't listen to his album. Like, but now they're not going to support him. So what, what would be the point of her coming out and breaking up with her, hey. breaking up with him on Instagram? All press is good press nowadays. Maybe they'll get back together before it comes out. I don't know, Trav. Sounds like you're stretching oh, this one. No. Maybe, it was, maybe it was culture. I'm coming to New York next week. I've been doing two a days in the gym. Yeah, you know, I'm trying, trying to, you know, look good. Yeah, I, I see you, you haven't posted a picture on Instagram in a while. Why are you trying to pop back out on us with the muscles? Listen, I'm trying to get me some Brooklyn butt. I ain't never had no Brooklyn butt. Oh, my goodness. So you, had, right, so you, had, you, know, you had to get on what steroids? What's that, that Brooklyn butt feel like, Charlamagne? You know. I ain't never had no Brooklyn butt. I don't like New York. I don't like New York butt. <laughs> this is awkward. Goodbye, Bye, Trav. <laughs> Big chocolate and toe sucker, man. What's up, brothers? What's up? Happy holiday, Ange. Happy holiday. How are we doing? Happy holiday. What's up, man? Two quick things. Uh, I want to see some charcoal black Santas in shopping malls this year, not just white Santas. You know what I'm saying? I saw one already when I was in Atlanta. He was like, come take a picture later. Good looking. Good looking. So I think we need more of that. You know, and I'm talking about charcoal black, not Mm -hmm. the uh, light uh, toasted almond DJ Envy type black. You know, the the charcoal black Santas. Okay, that's one. Two, uh, Tyler Perry, you can give away layaway gifts all you want at Walmart and Atlanta for people to like you. Your movies are still whacked and dirty. Spike Lee's a better filmmaker. Oh, that was not think? nice. He spent $400,000 helping people out, which was a very nice, sweet gesture. <laughs> and I can't believe that you could even have anything negative to say about that. <laughs> you know how I feel about it. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. What do you, you think, uh, Charlemagne, New York's number one sinner? What do I think about what? You said I'm a center or sinner? <laughs> about Tyler, I mean, I don't see how you can hate on Tyler Perry uh, paying for people's layaway gifts. I don't. Well, what about the Black Santas, brother? Well, I don't think that we should have a Black Santa. Um, I can Santa's not even not even a real person, so I don't care what Santa is. But I will say, I think it's racially insensitive to say you want to have a white Christmas. That's what I'm going. That's what I'm protesting against this year. Don't tell me that you're dreaming of a white Christmas. Don't tell me that you want a white Christmas. I think that's racially insensitive to every other race. All right, that's why I said Black Santa, brother. Come goodbye, on, don't, don't goodbye, toe sucker. <laughs> All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. We got rooms on the way, ye? I mean, let's start it off with Kevin Hart. That's the breaking news story today. He has stepped down as host of the Oscars. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Kevin Hart. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club.
Well, Kevin Hart has stepped down as host of the Oscars. They just made the announcement, and he had talked about how excited he was to get this job, what a huge deal it is. Unfortunately for him, some old tweets that he had posted have come back up. Oh, God. Now, they were some of those tweets include, this is the gayest-ish ever. No, I don't know if I can say that. Um, one of them says, LMAO, that's why you sweat for now. For no reason, you fat-faced and gay slur there. And then he tweeted to Damian Wayans. What, what, what? Gay slur. I can't really say. Which one? It was... With the F? Yes. Why does Damian Wayne's profile pic look like a gay billboard for AIDS? Boom, I'm on fire tonight. And yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, stop, that's gay. So those are some of the tweets that have gotten him uh, under fire. Now here was his response when this first broke. Our world is becoming beyond crazy. A team calls me, oh my God, Kevin, the world is upset about tweets you did years ago. Oh my God. Guys, I'm almost 40 years old. If you don't believe that people change, grow, evolve as they get older, I don't know what to tell you. If you want to hold people in a position where they always have to justify or explain their past, then do you. I'm the wrong guy, man. All I do is spread positivity. That's true. Well, after that, he had a phone call with the Oscars, and he actually responded in this way. So I just got a call from the Academy, and... um. That call basically said, Kevin, apologize for your tweets of old, or we're going to have to move on and find another host. I chose to pass. I passed on the apology. The reason why I passed is because I've addressed this several times. We feed in the internet trolls and we reward them. I'm not going to do it, man. I'm going to stay on my ground. Regardless, Academy, I'm thankful and appreciative of the opportunity. If it goes away, no harm, no foul. Well, after that, he did tweet out, I'm sorry that I hurt people. I am evolving and want to continue to do so. My goal is to bring people together, not tear us apart. Much love and appreciation to the Academy. I hope we can meet again. I have made the choice to step down from hosting this year's Oscars. This is because I do not want to be a distraction on a night that should be celebrated by so many amazing, talented artists. I sincerely apologize to the LGBTQ community for my insensitive words from the past. Oh, and they can't touch who you've become. They try to dig up who you used to be. And Kevin Hart's tweets were horrible but that was, what, eight years ago? He's acknowledged those tweets before. He's yes. expressed regret for those tweets before. It's like, how many times do I have to keep apologizing for the same thing? The best apology to me is always change behavior. And I'm not with all the retroactive punishments. If Kevin Hart in 2018 was still being homophobic and people pulled up those old tweets to show he has a history of homophobia, I would understand. But the larger issue to me is this. How come every single time a black man penetrates a space usually reserved for whiteness, white men in particular, they get attacked? Kevin been out here doing movies. He's been out here doing big stand-up tours and it's all good until it's time to host the Oscars? Soon as the black man gets that kind of look, you digging up old tweets. Nobody, nobody sees a problem with this. Well, he stepped down, like he said, because he didn't want to be a distraction. Um, he did. I think he addressed. I don't. Before, I don't man. know if the right thing to do, if he still wanted to host them, would have been to say, "I'm sorry that I hurt people," because clearly some people, and we said those tweets were wrong. You know, to acknowledge that again, I you that. have to do that again. You're not gonna make me apologize. I apologize. I talked about it before. No, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna address it no more. But, no. I mean, but he I, did apologize. I will say this: I have no problem with him apologizing to the LGBT community he if he offended them. Okay, if he, yeah. if, he, if he feels like he hurt them, having empathy and apologizing to them is fine. But I, but I, but I wouldn't have liked if he would have apologized on behalf of the academy just to keep Correct. that gig. Right, absolutely. But, but but how many times does he have to apologize? If he had de if he dealt with this and he apologized before, how many times do you want me to speak about this? How many times do I apologize? How many times do I say sorry? How many times do I got to yes. show you his changed behavior? I right. mean, there might be people that never heard the first apology when he said it. 
You know, I mean, look, if you make a mistake and you have to admit it and it is what it is, I, 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 I mean. I stand by the fact that this generation would never let Malcolm Little become Malcolm X. But I want to say, wasn't Eddie Murphy supposed to host the Oscars two years ago? He decided not to do it because I think it was Brett Ratner was the producer and Brett Ratner got yeah, into trouble yeah, for but, something homophobic. But have y'all ever seen Raw or Delirious? Do you know how many times Eddie Murphy drops the F word in Raw and mm -hmm. Delirious? You know how many gay slurs he uses in Raw and Delirious? So the Oscars didn't do any vetting when they was going to have Eddie Murphy host two years ago? Like, yo, the culture was different in the 80s. The culture was different in the 90s. It was different in the early 2000s. What you going to do? You going to start getting mad at every rapper that used that word now? Because I can pull up uh, so many rap lyrics where all of your favorite artists from Jay-Z to Snoop Dogg to Eminem have used that word. Well, I think it's unfortunate, but we also can't tell people what they can and can't be mad about. Yes, That's but, but culture evolves. Culture evolves. Things change. People have unlearned a lot of the BS behavior that we used to, we used to stand on. So what do you, when do you acknowledge the growth and the evolution? What's the point of growth and evolution if you never acknowledge it? Now, Monique has announced that she is going to have her Las Vegas residency. She said, hey, my loves. It's an uproar getting ready for my residency in Vegas at the SLS Hotel starting January 11th, 2019. I know I said the 10th. Blame it on a sister's vision. It's the 11th. Oh, baby, let's laugh out loud together. Love y'all to life. I think she'll do good. I think that'll do really, really good. Yes. Yeah, I think okay. a lot of people go to Vegas, and it's always great to see comedies. I think she'll do good. Well, who's going to be the new Oscar host? Congratulations to her. We don't know yet. This and, all just happened. Well, we all doing a very intense vetting process when uh, the new Oscar host gets announced. It's, it's going to be like running for president, all right? Everybody, they're going to be digging up all kinds of stuff just to be like, <laughs> Ha! It ain't like running for president because your president has said some wild stuff yeah, and he's in well, the building. No, well, this president. Yeah, okay. Okay, this president. This president. This, this white male rich uh, entitled president. Now, since one of our listeners brought it up this morning, let's talk about Tyler Perry playing Santa Claus. He spent over $400,000. He was at two different Walmarts. Vet Tyler. Tyler can't just be out here playing Santa Claus. Yeah. Let's make sure Tyler hasn't said anything in his He past. wanted to cover the cost of outstanding layaway items that were registered at the stores as of this morning. So, anybody who got hooked up courtesy of Tyler Perry, that was a great, <laughs> wonderful thing to Shout do. Shout out to Tyler Perry. I thought I, I'd, do a, I'd do a little toy drive. I, I dropped five grand. I'm like, woo, that's five grand for toy drive. And then Tyler Perry just does that. I'd be like, man, I need to first do more. All, first of all, I need to do a lot no, more. No, you need to act your wage. Okay, so that's right? my wage. Okay. You're right, you're right. $5,000 is what you can do, then you're acting your wage. You're Tyler right. Perry, $400,000 is like $5,000. Well, he tweeted out, I was uh, trying right. to do this anonymously, but oh well. So I guess people reported it. Drop one of those bombs to Tyler Perry. I wish I would spend $400,000 anonymously. All right? I think that's okay. a great thing. <laughs> I wish I would spend 400 grand anonymously. And I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. I'm walking there with a T-shirt that said, "I just spent four thousand dollars at Walmart <laughs> for y'all layaway, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt." My okay. goodness! All right, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, let's talk about since you want to discuss your president, Donald Trump. Find out something hypocritical that he has done. Uh, pretty interesting what, that has to do with illegal immigrants. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Come on. DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let me shout out to my moms and my dad. Can we drop your a bomb moms for them? and your dad? You got more than one mom? My moms and my dad. Okay. Uh, today, How many moms you got? Just one. So why you say moms? That's what my, my mom and my God dad. Damn, your mom and dad. My mom and dad. I like my moms and my dad. It's a New York slang. Well, shout out to them. Today they have been married 50 years. It's their 50th oh, anniversary. Oh, that's beautiful. Drop one of the clues bombs. So them, shout out to them. Congratulations to them. Shout what to color mom. anniversary is that? I know they have different colors of things you're supposed to get. Platinum, I thought gray. it was. <laughs> that's definitely Dealing great. each other all that. Yeah, that's definitely gr double Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Well, congratulations. And shout out to mom and dad, man. I love you guys. And thank Did you for Did you get them something? Uh, No. 
Damn. Not your, I, you know, when they, when you're there, you got to send them on a trip or something. So I got to... It's a gold anniversary. Gold anniversary. My dad don't like to fly, which is crazy because when he was in the military, he flew. But it's the weirdest thing. But uh, I don't know. I got to I gotta send them somewhere. I got I to gotta figure it out. But, you should get them something gold. That's what you're supposed to do. To go grills? Yeah, right. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. All right. Let's talk about... Oh, you have scores. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I mean, none of my teams play. But in the NFL, the Titans beat the Jaguars 30-9. to Now, what are we talking about? Trash-ass game. That's definitely a game you should take a knee on. All right. Now, Donald Trump, they're saying, had illegal immigrants cleaning his underwear, cleaning his trophies, working for him. What? And that was in Bedminster, New Jersey, at his exclusive golf club. Two women who are illegal immigrants saying they say they were subject to abuse and threats while working for him. They said, though, that everybody was quite aware of their status. They were repeatedly harassed by their superiors due to their immigration status. And they even were provided with forged documents, by the way. So they were undocumented, but somehow they were given these forged documents so that they could still work there. So he was still benefiting from legal immigrants while also uh, calling them names. Did you say legal immigrants or illegal? Illegal, illegal. So shouldn't they be being quiet? Aren't they still illegal? I mean, I guess they want to speak out now and, and live in their truth. One woman, Victorina Morales, came illegally in 1999. And Sandra Diaz, who's from Costa Rica, was undocumented when she worked there between 2010 and 2013. One of them still works there, by the way. Not anymore. She said Not after this story. They get shit back. Well, she expects to be fired from her job. And then shit back. And she said that the staff routinely mocked her nationality, knowingly hiring her as undocumented. She said, we are tired of the abuse, the insults, the way he talks about us when he knows that we are here helping him make money. We sweated out to attend to his every need and have to put up with his humiliation. Uh, they also claim there are many other undocumented immigrants working at the Bedminster Club, Bedminster Club as well. You know how bad you must be getting treated to raise your hand and say, hey, Ice, we over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus Christ. The, hypocr the hypocrisy of all of that. All right, there have been 5.1 million pounds of beef recalled because of salmonella. JBS Tullison Inc. is recalling that beef right now. And they're saying it was produced, it was produced in packets between July 26th and September 7th. So if you are, ha have any Kroger, Laura's Lean, and JBS generic uh, brands of beef, then make sure you return it, don't eat it, discard it, whatever it is that you have to do. So far, 246 people have become sick in 25 different states. There have not been any deaths reported. But, again, people have been hospitalized, 56 people in the hospital. Wow. Throw the whole hamburger away. No lettuce, no beef. Once the pickle and tomato get salmonella, it's a wrap. Okay? I did have a Beyond Burger yesterday. How was that? It was amazing. And yeah. it had lettuce on it. I eat Beyond Burgers all the time. I think they're delicious. And I ate it. I just didn't know if the lettuce was real. Because everybody else was recalling lettuce. But I didn't ask no questions what, where they got the lettuce it. from. I mean, yeah, you know. All right. Six soon, I'm sure. All right. <laughs> All right. That's front page news. Now, when we come back, April Ryan will be joining us. White House correspondent April Ryan. She has a new book out called Under, Under Fire. Fire. Reporting from the front lines of the Trump White House. That's right. So we're going to kick it with her when we come back. I don't know if you remember. She was uh, trying to ask Donald Trump a question, and Donald Trump was like, sit down. Sit down. Well, we're going to talk to her about all that. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. That's right. April Ryan. Welcome. Good, good, good morning, morning, April. I'm like, good morning. I'm like all nervous. Why? 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 Because this show is like everybody watches us. When I hear you got to get on there, you got to get on there, mm -hmm. and everybody's telling me, 
I heard about the God, Charlemagne the God, before I knew what it was all about. And I'm like, all oh my, lies. this is like, it's so intimidating, but I'm so happy to be here. Do you feel like you're under fire? I feel like I'm under fire. The fire is here. It's lit. She's got a new book, April Ryan, <laughs> Under Fire, reporting from the front lines of the Trump White House. Oh, my God. That's scary. That That's what you should be scared about. I'm more intimidated being here than I am down the street. Yeah. yeah. No, um, but let me say this to you. This We are in some different times, and... Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what to expect anymore. And the sad piece about it is, I shouldn't have to write a book like that. Right. Mm. You know, I started out in personality radio in Baltimore. You know, I used to be the news girl, mm-hmm. and I never thought that 30 years later I'd wind up having to have a security guard. I'd have FBI knocking wow. on my door. Really? I'd have police surveillance around my house because. Death yeah, say it again. Because the Trump administration makes you seem like public enemy number one. Makes it seem like. Yeah. He called me out by name. He had yes. me on his mind and I wasn't even there. Mm. Have, have they you? tried to blacklist you? Are you blacklisted from the White House? I'm black and there's a list. Of, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Does it scare me? Yes. I'm not afraid of the president. I'm not afraid of Sarah Huckabee Sanders nor Sean Spicer. What concerns me are those who listen to what the president says Mm -hmm. and take it and think crazy thoughts. Mm -hmm. So what did you say that that made the the president so mad? A number of things. I mean, you guys watch the briefing. You guys see, I've seen you guys talk about how the president is so, he's he's deaf for for being able to walk away from the issue and focus, make make the silver shine. He does all these deflections. He calls you names. He tells you to shut up. He does anything to avoid answering the question. You can't ask a fair question in a respectful manner. He says, sir, ask a very fair question that is not disrespectful in any way and he's the president he should be able to answer these questions right and he's the president and he should be mm-hmm. able that is a poignant statement he should be able to answer these questions let's let's go back i i've been told that um the reason why the president doesn't like me, well he didn't like me before you got to read the book because it it started way back with a certain person who was taping everybody and got fired but i'm not going there <laughs> so, who i'm a who i'm gonna tell you what i'm saying so anyway so um, <laughs> so so what i found out because they never liked the press from the time that they were running but there were certain people in that room think about there about 150 people in that room and little old girl from baltimore you know, black woman from Baltimore. Out of the 150 people, there are about seven people you can name, and I'm one of them. And they don't like me. Why? Well, probably because you're black and a woman. Well, you said it. Yeah. So I didn't. But, <laughs> but I understand the beginning of the year, there was a question that I asked that, that really set them off. And it's a sad day when any reporter has to ask a sitting United States president, Mr. President, are you a are you racist? racist? Right. You remember that? I remember. So that's the question that they have still been gnawing on about me. Mm. How dare you have the gall to ask him that in front of well, the world? Well, wait a minute. Okay, so so let's 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 let's. He go should back. be able to answer that question. He like should I be say. able to right. answer the question. Instead, there was silence. Remember? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how powerful that moment was mm-hmm. until after the moment. But I knew that something had shifted because when I left the White House, I cried that day mm-hmm. because. Again, it's a sad day when you have to ask a sitting U.S. president if he's a racist. And I was not convinced until that moment that I asked that I was going to ask. And I was in the room, and he had all the black Republicans there and the niece and nephew of Dr. King. And that moment was there, and I threw it. Mr. President, you're a racist. He never answered. I threw it twice or three times. And I remember one time 
I threw it at him while he was hugging Paris Denard, and he walked out and didn't say anything to me. Yeah, hugging Paris does not prove you're not a racist. <laughs> All right, so anyway, so anyway, um, yeah, so anyway, and where is Paris now? Um, so anyway, so the bottom line is, is that they put me on this list from that moment on, but that was a legitimate question. Mm -hmm. And what they have done is now fixed it so that if you now ask anything about his alleged racism or what have you, he'll flip it back on you. Because remember, a couple of weeks ago, Yamish stood up and had to ask, yeah. Mr. President, are you a white nationalist? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a racist question. He's and a now nationalist. she's. And I feel nationalist is such a hidden term to say you are a. So now, so now, right. So now here's what I'm saying it's not asking if you are for you to give me a statement, because you're going to say no. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is, you show us by your walk. That's a, correct. That's a fact. So it's I'm not even asking the question anymore. I'm not interjecting my opinion. But if you show me something, if it looks like a duck, it sounds like a duck, and it waddles like a duck, and it tastes like a duck, what is it? A cracker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, what you, you talking about duck pate on a cracker, right? <laughs> difference in correspondence being hesitant to ask certain questions? Oh, yeah. You can see it, smell it, and taste it. Let's go back to that last news conference mm -hmm. where he told me to sit down. There were people, when the president uh, got up was talking about Mia Love, you know, she lost her seat. She said, oh, Mia Love didn't give me any love. That's why she doesn't have any love. That's why she lost her election. And people in the room, the reporters were laughing. The reporters who were laughing were the reporters who were conservative reporters that support him. Mm. There are now people who are from um, white supremacist organizations or, or news outlets that are now in that room. Wow. wow. Yes. Like it's a different. No, not Breitbart. Worse okay. than Breitbart. Okay. When Trump told you to sit down, what's the first thing you thought? Not the politically correct answer. What's the first thing that came to your mind? You can okay. curse on this. You can curse. I'm not going to curse, but I'm going to tell you. Okay. Let you want. Okay. Let me let me let it fly. Let me, let the me, first thing I thought you might sit down, April. If you look at the tape, you'll see my head cock like really. You do not tell a black woman no way, who no is way. a mama of two children, <laughs> two girls, right. to sit down. In my mind, I was like, I was shocked in that pregnant moment mm -hmm. that he had finished answering a question and was getting ready to call on someone else. Me, April Ryan, screamed out, voter suppression. He responded, yeah, I got your voter suppression. So I thought he was engaging with me. Right. So out of respect, I stood up. I said, Mr. President, I'm asking about voters. Sit down. And you're still so polite. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? See, that's what they they want me mm -hmm. to, to come out. out they, exactly. And then and, you get the whole angry black woman. Right. You have that. got to be able to mm -hmm. take the emotion out of it, assess the situation. This is bigger than me. So he kept saying, sit down, sit down. So I sat down. And then he said, yeah, here's voter suppression, those CNN poll numbers. So I sat down. I popped right back up, though. I said, Mr. President, no, I'm talking about Georgia, Florida, Texas, and North Dakota, and other states. Well, if you had cocked your head to the side and said, you got me f***ed up, how do you think that would have been received? <laughs> how do you think that would have been received? Jim Acosta would have probably been pulled out, but I would have been the first one to have been pulled out. You've got to remember, it's not about this, it's about the presidency. It's about the office and the, and the respect for the office. Mm. And it is also about him. No matter what, I have to respect this president. All right, we have more with April Ryan. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We have April Ryan in the building, a White House correspondent. Now, did anyone from the White House call you after Trump told you to sit down? Okay, let me say this. <laughs> a couple days later, Kellyanne reached out to me, and that's all I'm going to say. Was it a good conversation? She wanted to see how I was doing. Yeah. She knew it was tough. She knew it was tough. And that's the, she's in the president's ear. 
Kellyanne Conway reached out to me. So Kellyanne Conway clearly is not happy with the things that Trump does. Kellyanne knows who I am and who I have been for the last 21, almost 22 years in that White House. Yeah. I'm the same person. Yeah. I don't have an agenda. I would like to see women like Kellyanne Conway stand up and say, you know, Trump should not They're be talking not. down to women journalists. They're like not. That. Let me say this. This president has bullied people into submission, period. Mm. You know, he calls us the mob and, 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 and unpatriotic when you ask a question or when you, you know, even Colin Kaepernick, you know, that thing. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. is a good way to get people like, to get colon tested. <laughs> 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 okay, we need to get colon Okay, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> I call it, okay. Colin I'm, I'm, I've been corrected. I've been corrected. Colin Kaepernick. What is that? Colin Kaepernick. All right, good. Okay, anyway, moving on. So, no, so so they got upset with me. Remember that day when the Philadelphia Eagles decided not to come yes. to the White House? And they had this thing going out on the South Lawn, oh, we're going to celebrate the flag. And then Sarah gets up there. Whenever there's an issue that's a hot issue, that's a black issue, she's not going to call on me because she knows she's going to look like a fool. That day, I said, look, I said, Sarah, I just blurted out. I said, Sarah, does the president realize what taking the knee is about? And she just looked, and then she said, it's disrespectful. I said, does the president realize they're black and brown soldiers who support taking the knee? And it's not about the flag. It's about police-involved shootings and abuses. Got mad with me about that. Mm. What if he told you to sit down and you took a knee? Can I tell you something? There are days that I've wanted to take a knee in that room, but I can't. But you know the way I take a knee is by shedding light in dark spaces. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is, is it true that you and Sarah Huckabee Sanders had dinner to talk out it's the missions you had with each other? It's okay. true. But we can't work it out when your boss hates me. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. all you do is, that's her daddy boss. She loves him. Yeah, cosigns everything he says. Cosigns. So the dinner wasn't productive at all. For that moment it was. I, I heard she baked the pie. When the pie was open, the birds began to sing. I ain't going to eat her pie. I would eat that woman's pie. Do you remember that nursery rhyme? You know what? What if she'd have cooked you one a mini you chocolate know, pie? At the at the at the <laughs> dinner, you know, she said, and I did read the help because people were on Twitter. No. Yes, she did. You can't she said, me no she pie said, she said, that. wait a minute, seriously. People were on Twitter <laughs> talking about when we when Pie Gate happened, and if you notice this pie this Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. this Thanksgiving, neither one of us posted anything or said anything about a pie. Because I was like, Lord, just let it blow <laughs> over. I didn't even recognize the anniversary of Pie Gate. But this this woman, and she acknowledged at that dinner, and I talk about it in the book. That she said, I baked a pie. That was not her pie that she baked that she put on the picture and on the Twitter. It was not. <laughs> it didn't look so like that. Her pies might have looked close to it, but that was not her pie. She acknowledged it wasn't her pie. She said, I baked a pie. So read between the lines. This ain't it. But see, here's the thing. One of the mini's chocolate pies. Yeah. Fox News tried to say I I didn't eat the pie because it was poisoned. Because they let me tell you, it got so crazy. Right, exactly. When she gets up there and tries to embarrass me, I let me tell you. When I started at the White House for American Urban Radio Networks, she was still in high school in Arkansas, mm. okay? So, number one, let's check the respect there. Put mm. some some respect on that check. Really? So she it, looks like she's about 73. Stop. You know, you know, Kellyanne and I are the same age, too. No. Yes, I'm not lying. Kellyanne Conway, 82 years old, don't you? No, stop it! She's 51. I'm 51. You better help her out. Stop it! Okay. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> Moisturizer, more water, but guess all. Stop it! Sunblock. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, so they went on Fox News talking about me, and they said, well, April Ryan is talking about uh, the pies. Place. I never said that. But I was taught, growing up in that family in Baltimore... And you probably taught the same thing. If someone doesn't like you, you don't eat their cooking. Hell no. no. Thank you. It's not just me. Well, April, Hell did she no. eat the pie? 
Oh, yeah. And a lot of other people ate the pie around. Okay. I'm like, y'all can eat. I held the pie. I looked at it. Okay. I smelled it. I thought it was beautiful. You moved it around with I, the I moved it around with a fork. I didn't <laughs> need it. What kind of pie was it? It was supposed to be some bourbon and chocolate pecan pie. Nah, you don't do that. Give me that stroke face that she got. <laughs> what? <laughs> she looked like she had a stroke. Come on now. <laughs> I got to work with these people. <laughs> Come on. I got to go back. It's great don't to be. Don't people who had strokes. I love right. the fact that Hampton is up there. We got to put a Morgan, some Morgan nah, stuff Nah, nah. I went to Hampton, so, you know, we got a little Hampton. Show that energy. Okay. Would you, would I you, might do something with all the HBC. And Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Would, would, you, yes. would you have that dinner with Donald Trump if he asked? If he Let says, me tell you something. I would. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to interview Donald Trump. I have done nothing wrong. What have I done? For, but ask questions. Yeah. I have not insulted him. He's insulted me. He's called me everything but a child of God. He says I have no respect for him. He's, I mean, they, they have tried everything. They've lied on me. They've tried to take my career from me. And still I rise. Did CNN support Jim Acosta so heavily give you hope that, you know, journalists will continue to stand up to Trump? What CNN did has ripple effect for every journalist. Mm -hmm. But CNN did it for their reporter. But also, if you remember, by CNN doing that, whatever happened to Jim happens to me because when the president said that, you know, he's thinking about taking other journalists, I wasn't even there. I was in this man's mind. You know, I'm that bad. I'm Beyonce for this president. There you go. Who won the world? April. April. Who won the world? <laughs> April. Who won this month? Yeah, so anyway. But, but no, but when he said Jim Acosta, and then he brought my name up, I'm on the list. I'm next to have yeah. something pulled. So when CNN did that, what they did was historic. And they saw the precedent that has been set already, that he's already responded and done follow-up questions and stuff. So they had no leg to stand on. But if it's another news organization that is challenged like that, we have to support them. Each organization has to come behind their their reporter, but also affiliate organizations or organizations who have no stake in the game need to support. There were a lot of amicus briefs, friends of court briefs, supporting CNN when they went to the judge to, to, to try to get his pass back. But it does, it directly affects us. And I, I, I commend CNN, and I commend all the other news organizations that supported um, the journalists. Well, on the flip side, do you think Mark Lamont Hill should have been fired? From mm. CNN. You know, I talked to Mark, and um, Mark Lamont spoke his truth. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, when you speak your truth, there are people who may or may not gravitate to your truth. Mark stands by what he says, and he mm -hmm. doesn't want to, he wouldn't change it again. He has a voice that needs to be out there. Right. Absolutely. And whatever CNN did, that's for CNN to do. So in the event that the freedom of the press uh, isn't respected, what's that going to mean for journalists and news outlets in the future? It's going to be different. I think things are going to change because each person who's thinking about running for office or who could be the next press secretary are watching what this president has been allowed and not allowed to do. Mm. This this is a historic time. It's going to change the dynamic for everything. Right. He's taking a lot of liberties that we never would have even thought a president would have the... He snatched the liberties. He hasn't taken them. He snatched them. To do. He grabbed them. Hard. By the <laughs> pussycat. All right, April. <laughs> With a tic-tac. With a tic-tac. <laughs> we appreciate you for joining us. The book, you can get it right now. Under fire. Under fire. Amen. And April Ryan, we appreciate you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you for coming. Thank you, my HBC. There you go. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. It's April Ryan. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. No. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No rumors. Oh, we got rumors in coming second, up a little bit. We're going to talk about yeah, the Golden whatever. Globe nominations can, in a second. You can tell it's Friday, dude. Yeah, it's Friday, dude. And it. I was at the movies yesterday. I actually hosted a girls' night out screening of the movie Widows. 
You heard about that movie? No. What's that about? It was great. Viola Davis is starring in it. I love Viola Davis. Mm -hmm. And she did an incredible job. It's definitely a different type of role for her. Michelle Rodriguez is in it. Brian Tyree Henry's in it. It was a great cast. You know him as Paperboy from Atlanta. Okay. He's in it. Danielle Kaluuya from Get Out. He's in it. Uh, Colin Farrell's in it. Uh, Robert Duvall's in it. Liam Neeson. It's a great movie. It was dope. It was all women in the theater except for DJ Killer Touch. He came with it. He was the only guy. Oh, because you invited him. Yeah, well, actually, he invited himself. Oh. I posted that we were having a girls' night out, and then he, he sent a come? message and asked, where can I come? I'm not mad at him. He's single. By, he, by the way, that's what he's supposed to do. That's what men should be popping up at. If <laughs> yes. you see that it's a girls' night out, yes, yes. you if you're single, pop, pop right up. If the Absolutely. club says ladies' night, yes, fellas, that's where you should be. That's where you should go. All right? And you know what? And shout out to my, mom's, my mom and dad again. Today is their 50th anniversary, so congratulations and happy anniversary. I, they usually do movie day, movie night, or movie day on Friday. They should Friday. go see Widows. I, oh, you know what? It's not a great movie if you're celebrating an anniversary because uh, so when you see the, it's called Widows. Yeah, don't, don't so go see that one. Say no more. Yeah, don't go that one. So happy anniversary. <laughs> I love you guys. But it's, it's a the great gold movie. Anniversary. Like nah, nah, maybe you got to get one. them something gold. That's a terrible as a movie to go see when you've been together 50 <laughs> years. Yeah, maybe if not that one. 50 okay. years, that means you and you're like 70s. <laughs> yes. So if you're in your 70s, the last thing I want to do is go see a movie called Widowed. Yeah. That could happen at any moment. Yeah, pretty much. All right, the clock is ticking. And you know I love scary movies too, horror movies. So I'm hosting a screening for Escape Room, which I'm super excited about. So. Have you ever been to Escape Room? No. Charlamagne? <laughs> I don't think so. You know, at T.I.'s Trap Museum, he has an escape room in there. Oh, it's the best. It's well, the best. So they put you in this room, they lock you, you in for like two hours. You should have an escape room in a trap house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you should. I mean, yes. It's they like put you in this, this room for about two hours, and then you got to figure out how to get out. It's, 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 it's a lot of fun. I told you, it's like the movie Saw. I don't watch some scary movies, G. I don't pay people to scare me. Yeah, I don't watch the movies. I don't pay people to scare me, nor do I think being scared is uh, good entertainment. It's fun for me. I'm excited. I'm bringing everybody to that one. All right. Well, hey, we salute to everybody in Baltimore, too. I'm going to be at uh, Morgan State University later on tonight having a discussion about mental health in the student center. So pull up on me. Okay. Need more. Now, I ain't going to tell that story. You know, I was supposed to go to Morgan State. You didn't get in? No, I got in. I'm going to tell you the story. I don't, I don't know if I want... But this is a long time ago. Oh, I mean, nobody right. asked you for the story. I'm just telling you anyway. No, but okay. shout out to Morgan State. So, you know, I was supposed to go to Morgan State, HBCU out in Baltimore. When I got to the dorm, they were playing craps in front of the dorm room. It's an HBCU. What's the problem? Shut up. So my pops was like... We, we just left that in Queens. You definitely not going here, and that was the reason why I didn't go to Morgan. Just because they playing craps? At yes, Morgan? that's a silly reason. Yes, they playing craps, playing gambling on the. So, so what if they were playing spades? Would that have been matters. okay? Yeah, they definitely play spades at HBCU. <laughs> Context matters. They playing dice at a college. I don't see a problem with that. Dice is a game. You do know that, right? My dad. Dice, dice is not a game that's just regulated to the hood. It's just a game. No, but so they were playing for money on the. So what? No. So if you were visiting Harvard, your dad would have said, oh, You're not going here. You're not going here. They're if playing. they were playing dice on Harvard, my dad was like, Nah, this oh reminds me too much of Queens. No, this reminds me of home. I don't Guys, know they smoke kids. weed. In, I've never been to college, but they smoke. How, how you know what they do in college? Smoke, how so, you know? I sold it. They smoke <laughs> weed in colleges. <laughs> they play dice in colleges. They play spades in colleges. Like, what's the. I don't see the my problem. My dad was like, No, this is a Queens. We could love. Okay, we could have had this in Queens. I'm offended Village. for dice games. I'm offended that y'all oh, think dice offended? games are just hood. Okay, I'm offended for all dice games. Dice Me and game. dice are going to be outside protesting. Uh, <laughs> This radio station. I'm scared. Now we got rumors on the way, you. Yes, let's talk about the Golden Globe nominations. They have announced who's nominated, and let's see how many of these movies and actors you and TV shows you're familiar with. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Yes, yeah, so the Golden Globe nominees were announced yesterday. Now, of course, uh, there were... 
some great nominations because sometimes these things happen and I'm like, I don't know this show. I don't know that movie. But I actually knew a lot of these. Now, Constance Wu has scored a, a Golden Globe Best Lead Actress nomination. That's the first Asian woman in 44 years to be named in that category. So congratulations to her. Uh, for Best Motion Picture for a Drama, Black Panther was nominated. Black Klansman was nominated. Bohemian Rhapsody, If Bale Street Could Talk, and A Star Is Born were all nominated for that. For Best Motion Picture Musical or Comedy, that was Crazy Rich Asians, The Favorite, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, and Vice. Now, some other standouts. Uh, John David Washington was nominated for Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture Drama for Black Klansman. Have you guys seen any of these? I haven't. No, I haven't either. All right. Well, uh, Netflix uh, had a great year as well. They actually had um, eight nominations. So congratulations to Netflix. Last year, they topped the list with the most nominated networks alongside HBO. They had 12. I think the reason HBO wasn't as far ahead this year, they said, was because Game of, Gro Game of Thrones was on hiatus. So they're not eligible to compete this year. So uh, that was part of the reason why that happened. Uh, so congratulations to everybody. And Pose was also nominated. Have you guys ever watched Pose? No, on FX. On FX, yeah. I want to, though. I've never seen it. And Billy Porter was nominated, too. So congratulations to him. He's Drop been one of Clues Bombs mm -hmm. for Billy Porter, damn it. Mm -hmm. He's been up here before, but Kinky Pose Boots. was nominated for Best TV Series for a Drama. So, um, and Kendrick Lamar and SZA, they were nominated for Best Original Song in a Motion Picture for All the Stars in Black Panther. Billy so. Porter, Kinky Boots. Let me tell you something. One of the best events that I... Uh, went to this year. Uh, it, was, it was hosted by my man Lee Daniels and Billy Porter was there and RuPaul and little EJ Magic Son. Drop one of Clues Bombs. That of it was popping. What, what party was this? Don't worry about it. Okay. But shout out to everybody society. who was nominated. Lin Man uh, and a lot of people that we love, like Lynn Manuel Miranda for Mary Poppins Returns. Regina King was nominated. Was it a lingerie for party? Street Could Talk. Oh, Mahershala oh, Ali wow. was nominated. That's insulting. I'm just asking. You said it was a party. I'm just asking. It was a lingerie party, was it? Wow. Dandy Newton. Wow. Oh, Donald Glover was nominated for Atlanta for Best Performance for no by reason. an Actor what? in a I TV just asked Series. What type of party was it? You said Excuse it was a party. Excuse me, guys. Can I finish? Sorry. Thank you. All right. So that's just giving you a breakdown um, of some shows that I know we watch. Mm. Kim Kardashian now. She is saying that she didn't hear uh, that Kanye never said slavery is a choice. Now, you guys remember when he did say it. You hear about slavery for 400 years? For 400 years? That sounds like a choice. You was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all? It's like we're, we're mentally in prison. I like the word prison because slavery goes too, too direct to the uh, idea of blacks. It's like slavery, Holocaust, Holocaust Jews, uh, slavery is blacks. All right, just a refresher. Well, um, keeping up with the Kardashians, this clip was rotating around yesterday. And here's what Kim Kardashian had to say. When I saw the clip, I was like, okay, I rushed home. I was hysterically crying. So I go home. He's totally fine. The thing is, when he gets ramped up, he has to do it. He can't control he can't what he go. says. He can't yeah. let it go. He can't like, let it go. But he loves oh, being easy, ramped yeah. up. He's like, I feel powerful when I'm ramped up. Like, I don't want to be like so suppressed. Like, yeah, I say crazy, but I've always said crazy. Now, she did not think that he said that. Here's what she had to say uh, also on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I always know what Kanye's intentions are and what he's trying to say, but I also know that they're going to write a headline and people are going to assume that that's exactly what you said and what you meant. Kanye's slavery comment, he never said that. That was just the headline. If you listen to what he said, he said slavery was 400 years. If it's going to be another 400 years, that sounds like a choice to me. 
She is quoting exactly what he said, but the reason that's null and void... No, she's not. Listen, yes, she's she, not. she is. She's quoting exactly what he said, but the reason that's null and void is because Kanye has a song called Wouldn't Leave, and in Wouldn't Leave, he specifically says, I said, slavery, a choice. They said, how, yeah? You don't remember that line where he's like, they say, build your own. I said, how, Sway? I said, slavery, a choice. They said, how, yeah? So you can't say that, you can't well, say that in the song. Kim has already said that that was inaccurate. And she said that, yeah, that she hadn't... That was inaccurate, what she, what yeah, she said. Yeah, she said that uh, she, hadn't really, she hadn't seen the clip yet when that happened. And this clip that we've been seeing of Keeping Up With The Kardashians was never approved for the episode. It was pulled by E, so it's not even going to air. But she said when she <laughs> watched... Yeah, when she watched it back, she realized it was inaccurate and not reflective of what happened yeah, at Yeah, that wasn't what Kanye said. Well, so, well, well, let the record show that uh, um, I got an email a couple weeks ago of a clip that I had to approve because I'm in this episode that comes on Sunday on December 9th and that clip that went around yesterday was definitely in the clip that I saw. Well, they're saying it's not and I And I had to approve it for for me, so why why wouldn't she have it? Well, TMZ is... No, no. TMZ is saying that the clip of of Kim claiming Kanye didn't say slavery was a choice is not going to be in this episode. And Kim is also saying... Yeah, and what I'm telling you is that clip was in what they sent for me to approve. So maybe they pulled it. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe after everything yeah, happened. Yeah, because what she said she heard was not the truth. Yeah, that and she was also totally said, what she said. also said she realized that what she said was inaccurate and not reflective of what happened. So. And we just heard them. Heard both of them. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Charlemagne! Yes. Are you giving that donkey to? You know, I really need Peter to come to the front of the congregation. Who's that? Uh, Who's Peter? You don't know who Peter is? Peter is uh, uh, the animal rights organization. Oh. Okay. Peter. All right, the extra ass animal rights organization. They go above and beyond protecting the rights of animals. Okay, and they want us to stop using anti-animal language. All right, so we'll discuss for after the hour. My goodness. All right, keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. Yeah. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? How about fur look? My fur look, I don't revolt. Oh, you playing. Oh, okay. you playing, playing. Donkey of the day for Friday, December 7th goes to Peter. Now, Peter, I don't want no smoke. Uh, I acknowledge that today is faux fur Friday, and I have on some faux fur. Okay, the fur I oh, okay. rock on my coach is definitely faux, so don't pull up on me throwing paint like y'all used to do, okay? Because throwing paint is an assault. And if you think I won't press charges on your plant-based ass, uh, you a double damn lie, okay? You are hearing it straight from the horse's mouth. I will press charges if you throw paint on me. Now, the reason Peter is getting donkey of the day is because Peter is calling for the end of anti-animal anti-animal language, okay? In fact, they're saying that anti-animal language is being compared to racism and homophobia. They call this new trend a uh, speciesism. Peter released a statement that said, just as it became unacceptable to use racist, homophobic language, phrases that trivialize cruelty to animals will vanish as more people begin to appreciate animals. Uh, I can't make this kind of stuff up. Let's go to Reuters for the report, please. Animal rights group PETA, known for its provocative displays, has set the internet ablaze with its latest stunt. Arguing against anti-animal language in common aphorisms, they tweeted, quote, Words matter, and as our understanding of social justice evolves, our language evolves along with it. Here's how to remove speciesism from your daily conversations. Instead of saying, kill two birds with one stone, how about feed two birds with one scone? Oh, God. Instead of bringing home the bacon, how about 
bringing home the bagels. Oh, God. Instead of taking the bull by the horns, how about taking the flower by the thorns? The organization's suggestions prompted mockery online, though others liked the idea, offering aphoristic edits of their own, like, curiosity thrilled the cat. Well, anyway, you get the idea. No need to beat a dead horse. I mean, feed a fed horse. <sighs> Fart all over this idea. <clears throat> Fart all over it. Uh, somebody at PETA has been drinking like a fish. Who's drunk at PETA? Okay, I really feel like I'm in a spoof. This is why people don't like vegans right here. Some of you animal lovers need to get off your high horses, all right? People who don't eat meat are annoying, all right? I love animals, too. I actually hate zoos and safaris. I hate seeing animals captive, but I love my steak medium well. I love barbecue chicken. Medium I, well? Yes. Who, no, it's medium. Okay, medium. All right, good. But I love barbecue chicken, too. All right, I will absolutely devour a lamb and a goat. All right, yes, I love my food to have a face, but I really do feel like a fish out of water when it comes to what PETA is trying to do by ending speci speciesism. All right, seriously, PETA, hold your horses for a second and listen to me. All right, there's a huge difference when it comes to racism, homophobia, and anti-animal language. Now, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but I don't believe a dead horse would get offended for me using the term, I hate to beat a dead horse. All right, I don't think birds would get upset hearing me use the term, kill two birds with one stone. I don't think a guinea pig would understand the term, beat a guinea pig. Why do I not think these animals would understand me? Because I'm not Dr. Doolittle, all right? I'm not an animal whisperer. We don't speak the same language, okay? I don't know what animals is talking about, and animals don't know what I'm talking about. As far as I'm concerned, the cat has gotten every single animal's tongue that I have ever encountered because they never said anything to me. They never told me they had a problem. How do we know if sheeps get offended when we count them? Oh, so elephants have an issue with being addressed as the problem in the room? Has a chicken ever came up to you and said, look, bruh, don't count me before I'm hatched? Why would I ever take the flower by the thorns? All right, thorns stick, make your fingers bleed. Why do you want me to hurt myself, Peter? Now, I don't want to be in the doghouse with Peter. I'm just not understanding how you all are making decisions for animals. And is it just animals or animal products? Is it offensive for me to say I'm going to beat my meat? What about choking my chicken? Because even though I'm talking about meat and chicken, I'm referring to my penis. Now, I know people at Peter are running around like, like a chicken with his head cut off hearing me do this donkey today. And I would love to be a fly on the wall in their offices to hear what they're saying. Now, is fly on the wall offensive? Because we don't eat flies, all right? Peter, I agree with you. Words matter. And as our understanding of social justice evolves, our language should evolve along with it. I agree with that. But what's the point of removing speciesism from our daily conversations if we're not going to remove meat from our daily conversations, okay? Peter, I'm telling you right now, people using anti-animal language is not going to happen. You know when people will stop using anti-animal language? When pigs fly, all right? Can I talk to my kids about the birds and the bees? Peter, I really think you guys are reaching, and these crocodile tears you are shedding over anti-animal language is ridiculous, okay? I totally understand y'all not wanting people to kill animals for clothes. I understand y'all not wanting to kill, not wanting people to kill animals to eat, but not wanting us to use anti-animal language. I would love to have someone from PETA on The Breakfast Club to discuss this further because I don't know if this is a publicity stunt or a real concern that you guys have. I'm really curious about this, and you know what curiosity killed? The cat. But guess what? No cat has ever told me curiosity killed them. So all these years we have been blaming curiosity for a crime they didn't commit. Peter, how far does this go? If I'm at Captain D's, can I say I'm eating hush puppies? Will the puppies get offended because I told them to hush? 
Can I say it's a dog-eat-dog world without offending people? Dogs do eat dogs. Us humans call that foreplay. If I say spelling bee, am I offending the illiterate bees who can't spell? What about the early bird getting the worm? Who should be offended by that? The bird or the worm? What if it's a bird who doesn't eat worms? What if the worm wants to get got? That's why he showed up early. That worm may have wanted to be chosen. The moral of the story is this. Peter, a leopard can't change his spots. All right, this anti-animal language thing is not really a thing. There are no wolves, no wolves really wearing sheep's clothing. There are plenty of fish in the sea for us to eat, by the way. And I don't even own chickens for them to come home to roost. And for those who do own chickens, they will come to, they will come home to roost. So what's the problem? Please give Peter the biggest sound of this unedible animal. <coughs> now, are donkeys offended that I use them yes. as a term to call yes. people stupid? Yes. I'm just trying to figure out where does this end. Yes. All oh. right. Okay. Enough monkeying around. Now, let's get serious. Enough monkeying around? <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get serious. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk Kevin Hart. Mm. Now, he was in the news yesterday. Why was he in the news yesterday? Yeah. Well, he had first announced that he was hosting the Oscars, which was huge, and he was excited about it. But then he announced that he was stepping down, and that's because of some old tweets that had resurfaced and have been resurfacing. All right. They wanted him to apologize. Mm-hmm. And they said, if you apologize, I guess you can perform. So the question is, 800-585-1051, do you think Kevin Hart should have just apologized and did the show, or do you think he was right for stepping down? He absolutely, positively should not have apologized to do the show. That was a tease. Okay. No, he should not have apologized just to do the show. All right. Well, we'll talk about it more. 585-1051, that is the question. Let's talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Philo is the best way to watch TV, live or on demand. More than 50 channels you love, like VH1, BET, and of course, Revolt. Best part? Philo is just $20 a month. Find out for yourself with a free trial, no credit card needed. Text BREAKFAST to 74456. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking Kevin Hart. Now, what happened with Kevin Hart, Yee? Uh, he had announced that he was hosting the Oscars, and then he actually stepped down uh, because of some controversy over old tweets that were brought back up again. All right, so old, we're asking, homophob- old homophobic tweets. By right, the way. so we're asking 800 585 1051. Should Kevin Hart just apologize, or did he do the right thing? They wanted him to apologize to host the Oscars. Play, play the clip where Kev explained it. So I just got a call from the Academy, and um, that call basically said, Kevin, apologize for your tweets of old, or we're going to have to move on and find another host. I chose to pass. I passed on the apology. The reason why I passed is because I've addressed this several times. We feed in the internet trolls and we reward them. I'm not going to do it, man. I'm going to stay on my ground. Regardless, Academy, I'm thankful and appreciative of the opportunity. If it goes away, no harm, no foul. Now, I think he did what was right. Yeah, I, He apologized. He talked about it already. How many times do you want me to apologize? I'm not going to apologize for you to allow me to do something. I apologize because I feel that's the right thing in my heart to do. Well, well he, he should. He did apologize after all. And if you really mean it, and again, I agree that Kevin Hart has evolved. I think he'll be a great host for uh, the Oscars. But I also do feel like sometimes we make a mistake and if it comes up over and over again and we have to apologize because we hurt other people's feelings, which he said he acknowledges he did do, then sometimes you just humbly have to apologize again well, and listen, because you mean it. F, F, F the Academy. 
Okay, after Oscars, it's their loss. Uh, I have no problem with him apologizing to the LGBT community if he feels like he offended them, if he feels like he hurt them. Having a pimp- empathy and apologizing is fine, but I'm glad that he did not apologize just to keep that gig hosting the Oscars. That would have been whack. If he was just apologizing and saying, hey, I'm sorry because he's trying to keep that gig, that would have been whack. But apologizing to the LGBT community and then stepping down, I thought that was gangster. And I think it's very whack, right? And I, and I got to ask this question. How come every single time a black man penetrates a space, usually reserved for whiteness, white men in particular, they get attacked? Kevin has been out here doing movies, been out here doing big stand-up tours. It's been all good until it's time for him to host the Oscars, okay, one of the the, the last good old boy establishments. But it's interesting because Chris Rock has hosted the Oscars, and they didn't do that to him. Well, you can't say that because we don't know. I've never heard Chris Rock say anything homophobic like that. So you can't you, you you say that, but where's the proof that Chris has said something? No, I'm, I'm saying he said some very like you know crazy things. I didn't say it was homophobic, but they didn't come at him. Eddie Murphy is a better example. Eddie Murphy was supposed to host two years ago, uh, and Brett Ratner stepped down as a producer because he had some homophobic statements. But my thing is this: if you, you must have never have vetted Eddie Murphy, because if you ever seen Delirious or Raw, he uses the f word like crazy. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We got Kayla on the line. Kayla, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Hey, DJ Envy, Charlamagne, and Lee. Morning. Hey. Now, we're talking Kevin Hart. Do you think he should apologize, or what do you think? Absolutely not. I'm trying to figure out, when do we get to this place where we're so insensitive when it comes to comedy? Like, have people forgotten about Red Fox and Richard Pryor? I mean, they told yes, they some have. of the darkest jokes, but nobody got offended. Like, we laughed, and we moved on because we know where they were coming from. Like, I'm just not understanding. And furthermore, we have a president that stands up there and says whatever he wants, when he once with no regard, and I don't hear anybody tell him to step down. Y'all do realize right. the president I is the reason you. for this. All of these people that can't take out the president, they take out, they take their anger out on everybody else. All right, well, let's go to Rakim on line seven. Rakim, good morning. It's Rakim. What's Rakim. up, oh, My bad, Rakim. <laughs> How y'all doing this morning? Good, good, good. Yeah, my answer to the question is no. Kevin Hart should not have apologized for nothing. Y'all gonna make him apologize for doing something like this award show and y'all should be having that same energy when he's on these TV shows and yep. he's in these movies. Y'all, y'all not making a big deal about it, you know, until it's something that everybody seems to care about. When it's stuff that's for the culture, and you could care less what Kevin Hart doing. And that man winning. Bro, right just now. say y'all, what it is. Just say what it is. When he's doing things that are black, like his stand-up comedy that he produces, or uh, Will Packer movies, nobody cares. But as soon as he penetrates one of these white spaces, they jump on his ass. Now, I don't think anybody should make him apologize, but what if he really is regretful and sorry for the things that he said? What's wrong with apologizing? If he is, then let him be genuine for that Mm -hmm. on his own. And that's what I said. And I'm sure he is sorry. Thank you. And that was my whole thing. Like, if he wants to apologize, let it come from his own heart. You're not going to make me apologize to host anything. Kev has apologized before. Numerous times. So once again, I have no problem with him apologizing to the LGBT community, but it would have been very whack for him to apologize just to keep this gig. That's why I'm glad he apologized and stepped down. Right, all right. Well, 800-585-1051. Do you think Kev should apologize, or do you think stepping down is the right thing? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Kevin Hart. Yes. He was supposed to be hosting, hosting the Oscars, but uh, he stepped down. 
And listen, he stepped down because of old homophobic tweets. Mm -hmm. um, and Kevin Hart's tweets were horrible, but that was eight years ago. And he's acknowledged those tweets before. He's expressed regret for those tweets before. It's like, how many times do I have to keep apologizing for the same thing? Like, the best apology is change behavior. And I hate when people weaponize things at their convenience. Kevin Hart has been out here making movies, been out here doing stand-up shows. Why now, all of a sudden, do people care about these old tweets? You want to know why? Because he's a black man who's penetrated a space usually reserved for whiteness, white men in particular. And when you do that, you get attacked. Well, let's hear Kevin, what Kevin had to say. So I just got a call from the Academy, and um, that call basically said, Kevin, apologize for your tweets of old, or we're going to have to move on and find another host. I chose to pass. I passed on the apology. The reason why I passed is because I've addressed this several times. We feed in the internet trolls and we reward them. I'm not going to do it, man. I'm going to stay on my ground. Regardless, Academy, I'm thankful and appreciative of the opportunity. If it goes away, no harm, no foul. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We have, uh, what's your name? Tabitha. Hey, Tabitha. Good morning. Now, in, in the comments, it says you're bisexual? Yes, I am. Okay. Now, what do you think about Kevin Hart? You think he should have stepped down? Or do you no, think he should apologize? I don't. I don't think Kevin Hart should have stepped down. I don't think he should have apologized. I think that all the people that are giving words hate need to stop. We give too much power to words, and the time we stop doing that, we stop. We'll stop creating hate every day. Okay, thank you, mom. I just don't understand the point thank of. You. I don't understand what's the point of growth and evolution if we're not going to acknowledge people's growth and evolution. Trav, yo, what's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? So listen, I, I like literally was just having this conversation with my cousin because they had called me and asked me what I think about it, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And I told them like one thing I feel like we have to do as a community is stop pushing away the people that I feel like are for us. I feel like that are, you know, the actual ally of the community, which I feel like Kevin Hart is. Ally. Like, we have to understand the difference between like a Kevin Hart and how he reacted with the tweets and like a young Miami and how she reacted with the tweets. And I'm not going to kill her either because she's still young and she can change her mindset. And you love twerking the city double, girls. Oh God. And when you double down on it, there's a difference. Kevin Hart basically told y'all like, listen, y'all see me. Like y'all see me. Y'all see the change in me. Y'all see the positivity that I'm out here doing. And Kevin Hart is a grown man. When you're a grown man, you don't care about what the LGBT community is doing. And you don't have to find people to cancel either. Like, Rick Ross is out here. Cancel him. He out here dropping the word in 2018. Now, you don't have to kill Kevin Hart because I think this man has changed and I feel like he's a positive person and I feel like he's an ally of our community. Trav, you're Thank absolutely you, right, but the difference between Rick Ross and Kevin Hart is Rick Ross is not penetrating these spaces usually reserved for whiteness. White men in particular. All right? This is what this is really about. Every time a black man penetrates one of these spaces, they get attacked. I agree with you. That, that, that's what I'm saying. You don't even have to find people to attack. I feel like they found that stuff about Kevin Hart. Like, you don't have to find people to attack when there's people out here yes. that you get attacked. Like, you don't have to find people. Yes, I can't stand people weaponizing things when, at, at, at their own convenience. That's whack. Well, thank you, Trav. All right. Now, what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is when they can't touch who you've become, they try to dig up who you used to be. And this is just a message for everybody, man. I don't understand the point of growth and evolution if we're not going to acknowledge people's growth and evolution. And I say it all the time, this, this era would never let Malcolm Little become Malcolm X, and I believe that. I love what Trav said about the fact that Kevin Hart is an ally, though, and we have to stop pushing our allies away. While I know that Kevin Hart knows that those tweets were insensitive and wrong, now looking back at it, he would never say anything like that again. He has grown, and he is an ally, so that was a, a terrible thing to have happen to him. Well, there's one more guy on the line I want to go to. I know we closed it out, but Frankie. Frankie better be good. Hey, guys, how we doing today? Now, hey, Frankie, you hey, think Frankie. Kevin Hart should apologize? I think he, he I think he did good in apologizing if he offended someone, but like Charlemagne said, if he had apologized to kept the gig, that would have been, you know, a bad deal. Listen, I just 
I just, I don't have a problem with gay people, right? But mm-hmm. I would never speak up for their rights because on their journey to equal rights, I think they found special rights. Gay so, people know they can do it and they take advantage of that. So you're saying you would never speak up for gay people's rights and they just take advantage? They take advantage of their influence on on celebrity culture. How often does this happen? When, do you know how difficult it has been for some... Directing, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Do you know how difficult it has been for gay people to even come out to their own families? They're still getting attacked, sometimes murdered, but you don't want to speak I out for their that. rights? I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, personal. I'm, I don't have a problem with them. I'm, I'm just... In, in, in the celebrity culture, in, in, the, in the idea of influencing someone's career, they know what they're able to do, and they take advantage of that. Well, I'm not mad at the LGBT community for being organized. I wish we as the black community were just as organized, because I feel like, you know, it's power when you have unity and group operation. That's something that we don't have, that they do. That's true. But, I mean, how you know, can you be mad at, at a group so of people for, for How can you be mad at a group of people so for coming together? All right, well, thank you for your call, bro. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Death Row, a new documentary coming. We got some details for you about that. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Death Row. <laughs> It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, director Antoine Fuqua is doing this Suge Knight death row documentary. It's called American Dream slash American Nightmare. And Nightmare is in Suge Knight, you know, K-N-I-G-H-T, Mare. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's going to actually air on Showtime at 8.30 on December 21st, if you guys want to check it out. But basically, he's been working on this for years. And Suge Knight is on there giving his first-person account and new details about the Vegas shooting that took Tupac's life and also injured him as well. The documentary will give viewers more access to Suge Knight's story than ever before. They're saying it's a cautionary tale of one man's choices and the consequences of his decisions. So right now, as you know, Suge Knight is in jail. He was sentenced to 28 years in prison. Uh, I'm, I'm always here for death row documentaries. All right, now Trippy Red has quit the Travis Scott tour. So if you are planning to see Trippy Red opening up for Travis Scott, it's not going to happen. Wow, what There's happened? no beef for him and Travis Scott. It's production issues. So basically, Travis Scott has a very elaborate stage. It takes them a long time to assemble that stage. And his show start times have been pushed back, which means that Trippy Red has a shorter performance time. So he just feels like it's a lot of effort for him to go on this tour just to do sometimes a couple of songs only. Well, I mean, it's, you're helping expand your fan base, though, Trippy Red. Like Travis Scott is one of the biggest rappers on the planet right now. He might be only doing one song or maybe two, two songs. songs. It's like, so? nah, it's not worth it. What you mean? That's, that's, that's more than doing nothing. He might feel like that's too early. People are walking in while he's performing. Sitting on Twitch all day. And it's also difficult because he has his own stage that I'm sure that he's paying for and people that he's paying to be on the road. And so sometimes you don't get to do the full show that you plan to do so people don't get the whole entire feeling of what they're supposed to get. So maybe that's not the first look. He wants some people to have. What happened to having to start somewhere? What happened to paying your dues? What happened to going through the process? Uh, I mean, maybe he just felt... And it's no beef with him and Travis Scott. They said even Travis Scott is frustrated with production issues on the tour. Well, let's see what the next... And I, and I'm and, and Trippie Red is popping. He is. But I, he's not doing arenas by himself. I know that much. Nice. Maybe he feels like it'd be better for him to do his own short 
uh, smaller venues. Well, there's no beef. He, yeah, he it's not a decision. beef. He just felt like business-wise, it wasn't working out for him. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, you guys know this song. It's a Christmas song that was written back in 1944. And now they are trying to get this song banned. They said it's inappropriate amidst the Me Too movement. The song is called Baby, It's Cold Outside. Now, what they are saying is that it displays key signs of rape culture. If you don't know the song, here's a snippet. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been hoping that you drop so in. very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like ice. My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your My hurry? My father will be pacing the floor. Now, I never. What the hell am I, I didn't really about? know this. What song? the hell are you doing? Now you just talked about death row, and you saying this is a rape culture song. This that's the cutest rape culture song I ever heard. What now the, the, the daughter of the composer, the daughter of the composer, is saying this is all Bill Cosby's fault. She said Bill Cosby is ruining it for everyone. Ever since Cosby was accused of drugging women, I hear the date rape thing all the time. Here's a little uh, snippet of the drink issue. Hey, what's in this drink? Caps to be had out there. What's in this drink? What's what he say? Uh, I didn't. I don't know what he said. I just heard her say, "What's in this drink?" He's basically trying to convince her to stay by saying it's cold outside. I guess he gives her a drink. She doesn't know what's in the drink. Uh, they're gonna lose their mind if they ever hear the Rocco. You ain't even know it remix with Rick Ross. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. Please take that off all playlists right now. And I just want to end this by uh, Diddy on Instagram. He said, "You're about to be happier than you've ever been." And he said, "Me talking to myself, manifestation." And he's asking for everybody to pray. He said, "Please pray for me because money can stop." Th- Money can't stop the pain. Only you can, God. Only prayer can help me. God, please help us. If I didn't need the prayers, I wouldn't ask. Prayer works. Thank you so much. That's Everybody, real. please give Diddy and his family your prayers. I did, I, I did an interview with Bishop T.D. Jakes, and I was talking about that. I was talking about how you, people act like they don't have empathy for somebody like Diddy just because he's rich. Like, that man is grieving regardless of how rich he is, regardless of what his fame is. He lost the mother of his children. Right. You know what I'm saying? That they, that's You're going to have grief regardless. Money right. can't take change that. All right, well, I am Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, shout to Revolt. Revolt, you're not coming back for two weeks, right? You're here Monday? You're here Monday? Oh, yeah, here. Okay, Revolt will be next Monday. So we'll see you guys later. Everybody else, the mix is up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.